Perik Dalit of Hilchas Deis Halacha Aleph, and these this Perik Rambam continues to expound upon the first mitzvah, which is to imitate the ways of Hashem, the first mitzvah of Hilchas Deis. And this Perik Rambam gives us a life a uh, lifestyle and a, a disciplined uh, d- diet to uh, be able to serve Hashem as best as possible to be healthy. Halacha Aleph. Since having a physically healthy body, or as the Lakutah suggests, what Avaidah should be added, since being healthy is one of the ways leads to service of Hashem, and, is, and in fact can be in itself a service to Hashem. It's impossible for a person to properly comprehend awareness of the Creator if he's ill. Therefore, a person must distance himself as much as possible away from that which is unhealthy and is dangerous for the body, destroys the body, and conduct himself in a manner that helps himself be healthy and strong. And this are those things a person must stay away from, and these are the things a person must be more uh, likely to behave as such for purposes of health. A person should never eat unless he's hungry. Don't drink unless you're thirsty. The person should never delay leaving himself, even for one moment. The moment a person has to urinate, or to go to the bathroom sitting down, he should immediately do so. A person should not eat to the point of being totally full. A person should decrease one quarter of his satisfaction, meaning he should eat till he's only three quarters full. The person should only drink a little bit during the meal, no more than a little bit. Presumably, I think this is so that the water does not dilute the digestive juices and makes them, uh, uh, you know, weakened. A little bit he does drink should be mixed with wine. Once his food starts digesting, he can drink whatever he needs in order to help the digestive process. A person should, in general, not drink water excessively, even once his food is digesting, or has digested. A person should not eat until he has thoroughly inspected himself to make sure he does not have to go to the bathroom. A person should not eat unless he takes a walk prior to eating. Sufficient enough to make his body temperature somewhat rise. Or if he can't take a walk, then do some kind of work or some of the kind of physical exertion, exertion that he is able to make his body temperature rise somewhat. And only then should he eat. Here's the principle of the matter. A person should engage his body somewhat. Or um, exert his body every day in the morning prior to eating until the point that his body temperature rises somewhat and he should rest a little bit until he be feels that he is rejuvenated then only afterwards should he eat if after exerting himself he he bathes in warm water that's good then afterwards he rests a little bit then he has his morning meal Whenever a person eats, he should either be sitting or leaning on his left side, not on his right side and not standing. And until the food digests, a person should not take a walk, should not ride an animal, should not exert himself, should not cause his body to tremble, meaning he should not do any startling or unusual activity, he should not take a walk or stroll, until the food digests. 
Any person prior to his food digesting does make himself do exercise, exert himself, or takes a stroll. He brings upon himself bad illnesses and harmfulness. The Ramam begins to discuss a healthy sleep routine and sleep hygiene. A day and a night together are 24 hours. In other words, even though the length of the day and night change based on winter and summer, but the two together, the day plus the night, which precedes it, are 24 hours. It's a, a person should be happy with sleeping one-third of the 24, which is eight hours. It should be the end of the night. So that when he goes to bed till sunrise will be eight hours. So he goes to bed eight hours before sunrise and he gets up at sunrise. He gets out of his bed just before sunrise, presumably to save Shema with the sunrise. A person should not sleep face down nor on his back. Rather on his side. Which side? The beginning of the night on the left side. The end of the night on the right side. They should not go to bed right after eating dinner. She should wait three to four hours after eating to go to bed. A person should not sleep during the daytime. Back to food. Food which, which loosens the bowels, laxatives. Like grapes, and figs, and mulberries. Like gossip and pears, of tichem and melons, umini hakishuyim and different kinds of cucumbers. According to some manuscript editions, this is supposed to read the seeds of the cucumbers, umini melofafoynois and different kinds of zucchinis. A person should eat them before he eats, before the meal. Should not mix them with the meal together. He should wait until this appetizer leaves the upper stomach. Then only eat his meal. In things which constipate the bowels, like just quinces, pomegranates, quinces, apples, crustamenian pears, the person should eat them right after he eats his meal, but he should not eat very many of them. If a person wants to eat uh, fowl, uh, birds, bird meat, and and uh, proper meat, that once in one meal, he should eat the poultry. Similarly, when it comes to eggs and poultry, he should eat the eggs first and then the poultry. If he wants to eat a small cattle meat like a goat meat or sheep meat, and the meat of a large animal like a cow or a buffalo, he should first eat the meat of the smaller animal. Because the principle is the person should always eat that which digests easier, the lighter food. And that which is heavier, digests more, more toughly, should eat afterwards. During the summertime, a person should eat unseasoned foods. He should not eat lots of spices. He should eat vinegar. And during the winter time, rainy season, you should eat seasoned food, and eat lots of spices. You should eat a little bit of mustard, and some mechiltis, which is a strong herb. And similarly, he should conduct himself in the colder climates, in the hotter climates. Each place appropriately, depending on the season. If it's summer, if it's a hotter climate, he should do what it says to do in the summertime. If it's a cold climate, do what it says to do in the wintertime. 
Halacha tes. Yesh macholish in mayim yesh admei. There are some foods that are very bad. It's fitting a person should never eat them. Going for example, hadagim hagadelim hamaluchim hayeshanim. Old or aged large fish. Back then there was no refrigeration. They would salt things. Uh, excuse me, old aged salted fish. So back then there was no refrigeration and they would salt food to preserve it. So large fish that are aged and salted should not be eaten. Vagavina, Melucha, Beishana, aged salted cheese, Vakamein, and truffles, Epitres, mushrooms, Vabasa, Malayach, Yashin, aged salted meat, Yayamigite, or freshly squeezed grape juice, Vesav, any food that has been left long enough that it's, it begins to develop an odor, which means it starts to spoil, obviously. Any food which has a very bad or bitter, very, has a bad smell or is very bitter, these are poison. There are other foods which are bad, but they're not as bad as the first category. It's only fitting up for a person to eat them sometimes, a little bit. Only once in many days. He should not accustom himself to um, uh, have them as a staple food, or have them as a constant side dish. For example, large fish, govina and cheese, milk that has been uh, milked from the cow more than more than 24 hours ago, meat of large oxen, or large male goats, horse beans, and lentils, and chickpeas, barley bread, and cabbage, and leeks, and onions, and uh, garlic, vachardel and mustard seeds, atzneen and radishes. Kalelu ramachon roim him. These are all bad foods, unhealthy foods. The person only eat these very sparingly. And only during the winter time. In the summertime, should not eat them at all. The uh, uh, horse beans and the lentils. They should never be eaten, neither summer nor winter. But lunyan and squash could be eaten during the summer season. There are some foods that are bad, but they're not as bad as these for the first type. They are, for example, waterfowl, or young pigeons. V'tamarim and dates, v'lechem kolim b'shemen, bread roasted in oil, v'lechem hashenilish b'shemen, or bread that the, the flour was kneaded with oil, v'asedle shenofa y'ayisa kotzarka, or flour which has been sifted to the point, v'atshaloy nishar b'orech, shemurasan, it has no trace of bran left, so it's very white flour, v'atsir fish brine, v'amuryos pickled fish oil, v'inroyel laharbis machol, a person should not eat these in excess. So a person who is wise and subdues his inclination, he doesn't is not drawn after his desires or appetites. And eats, and eats nothing of the above mentioned uh, foods that are not good, even not a little bit, even the ones we said you could. Unless of course they needed for a specific medical exception. He is heroic. The person should always refrain from eating fruit of the trees. The should not eat them very much, even if they're dry. Needless to say, if they're fresh, they're certainly not good. But however, before they are totally, totally ripe, they are like swords for the body. That's the worst. Carob is always bad. And all pickled fruits. They are bad. They should only be eaten a little bit and only in the summertime. Or in the warm climates. 
um, uh, figs, grapes, and almonds. Figs and grapes, Rambam said before, are good for as laxatives before meal. Almonds as well, la'ilam tovim are always good. Bein tovim whether they're fresh, bein yevishim whether they're dried. La'ilch adam mehen kol tzarchir a person should eat them as much as he requires. But he should not eat them constantly. Even though they are the most beneficial of the fruits. Honey and wine is bad for children. But it's good for the elderly. This is certainly true during the rainy season, during the winter. A person should eat during the summertime less specifically two-thirds of what he eats normally during the rainy season during the winter time halacha yud gimel a person should always put in an effort if a person's bowel should be on the looser side to be somewhat closer to uh, diarrhea this is a cardinal principle in health in medicine whenever a person has Difficulty with moving his bowels or is somewhat constipated. Bad illnesses are coming. With what should a person loosen his bowels if he's become somewhat constipated? If he's a young person, he should eat every morning maluchim, which is a kind of uh, 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 cress. It's called the halimi. Shalukim that's been well cooked. Mutubalman has been spiced the following spices. Beshemen zayas, olive oil, murius, pickled fish oil. With with salt, but lay pass and should eat without bread. Oh, alternatively, he should eat the uh, the the juice, the water in which the following things have been put, have been cooked: shelteradin, either spinach or alternatively alternatively translated as beets, or or cabbage. And again, also spice, with zayas, put olive oil, or with pickled fish oil, and with salt. That's if he's a young person. If he's an older person, he should eat, he should drink every morning honey diluted with hot water. Then wait four hours or so. And afterwards eat breakfast. And do so for one, three, or four days. As long as necessary. Until his bowels are loosened appropriately. Halacha another principle said about physical health as long as a person exercises and exerts himself a lot he does not eat to the point of complete satisfaction and he generally has looser bowels no illness will come upon him he will grow in strength even if he eats bad foods, unhealthy foods however somebody who sits Idly, if any masamel doesn't exercise, a misha mashan cover somebody who waits to go to the bathroom, a misha may have cautioned somebody who has a is somewhat constipated. Even if he eats the proper food, and acts and conducts himself according to all the rules of health. Otherwise, all of his days will have pains and his strength will fade. And eating, overeating, is for any person's body can be sound of us like poison. It's the beginning of any kind of illness. The majority of illnesses that come upon a person, only either because he eats the wrong foods, the bad foods, or he overeats, even if he eats the good foods. 
This is what Shem HaMelech said in his wisdom. Shem If a person guards his mouth and his tongue, guards his soul from distress. Claim which means to say, He guards his mouth from eating bad food or from eating to the point of total of being full, completely, completely, completely full. And he guards his tongue from speaking about any matter other than that which is necessary. As we said in the earlier program, the value of silence and only speaking the minimal requirement. Begins to give us a regiment of appropriate bathing routine. Tezain, it's the proper way to bathe, the proper procedure. A person should bathe once every seven days. He should not do bathe shortly after eating, nor when he's hungry. This akel only once his, he is eaten and the food has begun to digest. He should rinse his entire body in hot water, which is not scalding. But his head he should rinse in scalding water. And afterwards, he should wash his whole body in lukewarm water. And afterwards, after that, in water which is cooler than lukewarm water. Until he eventually bathes himself gradually in cooler water, till he eventually bathes in cold water. He should not use lukewarm or cold water for his head. He should not bathe in cold water in the summertime. Excuse me, in the wintertime. A person should not uh, bathe until he's broken a sweat. And his whole body has been massaged. He should not tarry in the bath. Rather, once he breaks a sweat, and he's been massaged, his body's been massaged, he should rinse himself in the above-mentioned manner and let go out. Leave. A person should inspect himself to ensure he does not need to use the bathroom both both before and after bathing. The person should always inspect himself to make sure he does not need the bathroom before or after eating. Before and after intercourse. Before and after exercise or hard work. Before and after sleeping. Total of ten. Uh, the amount of times a person should inspect himself as such, as Sarah is ten times. Continuing the uh, proper procedure of bathing. When a person leaves the bathhouse, he should get dressed in the outer room. In order he should not catch a chill. Even in the summertime, a person should be careful about this. So in other words, he should get dressed in the outer room uh, rather than waiting until he goes home. He should wait when he leaves until he calms down. And his body cools down from the heat of the bathing. And then afterwards he should eat, but not before. If he takes a nap prior to eating, after leaving the bathhouse, that's very good. He should not drink cold water when he leaves the bathhouse, even though he's probably thirsty from, from the hydration. From perspiration, need to say he should not drink in the bathhouse, in the bath. If he is thirsty when he leaves the bath, he's not able to control himself or refrain himself. He should mix the water with wine or honey and then drink it. It's very good for a person to rub himself with oils in the bath. During the winter, after he has already rinsed off. 
Halachi Yidches, the Ramah discusses bloodletting, which was considered to be a therapeutic thing in previous generations. The should not be accustomed to constantly or regularly give blood, or bloodlet. should not do so unless he has a great necessity. Not in the extreme heat of the summer, or the extreme cold of the winter. He should do so during Nisan and Tishrei when temperatures are more average or more mild. Once he's over 50, he should not bloodlet blood at all. The person should not bathe on the same day that he bloodlets. He should not um, set out on a journey, depart on a journey the day he bloodlets. He should not bloodlet the day he comes back from a journey. The Ram says surprisingly, a person should eat or drink less than he normally does the day he bloodlets. He should take it easy on the day he gives blood. That day he should not exercise, exert himself, nor go for a walk. Halacha Yutas, Ram discusses appropriate uh, procedures for intercourse. Semen is the strength of the body. It's the vitality of the body and the light of the eyes. The more it's, it's uh, given out, the body is damaged, the strength is damaged, and the person's life is more and more lost. This is what Shlema says in his wisdom. Don't submit your strength to women. Whoever is steeped in intercourse, old age pounces upon him, his strength is depleted, his eyes become dimmed, a foul odor uh, emanates from his mouth and his armpit. The head of his hair, his eyebrows and eyelashes fall out. The hair of his beard and his and his armpits and his uh, feet grows in abundance, becomes abundant. His teeth, his teeth fall out. And other types of pains beyond this come upon him. The doctors say, One out of a thousand die from other illnesses. But the thousand, too much intercourse. Therefore, person must be careful about this. If wants to live a good life. He should not have intercourse unless he finds himself to be strong and healthy. He has uh, an erection uh, involuntarily. And even though he distracts himself, his erection is maintained. He feels heavy below his loins. And it's like the tendons of his testicles are stretched and his flesh is warm. Such a person needs to have intercourse. It is actually healthy for him to have intercourse. A person should not have relations while he is full. He's just eaten. No, while he's starving. Rather, after he's eaten, but it's been some time and the food has begun to digest. He should inspect himself to ensure he does not need to use the bathroom before and after intercourse. He should not have relations while standing or sitting, nor in the bathhouse, or the day he goes to the bathhouse, nor the day he gives blood, he, he bloodlets, nor the, day, nor the day he sets out on a journey. Presumably, the Ram refers to a journey by foot, so he has to have his, his uh, energy, or when he's coming back from the journey. Neither before those days nor the day after.
sums up. Whoever conducts himself in the ways I have, I have uh, de- uh, instructed in terms of health. And he orally, I guarantee him. He'll never become ill all his life. Until he becomes very old, only then he will die. He'll not need a doctor. His body will be intact. And remains his strength and health. All his life. Unless he was born with an illness. Or he conducted himself in the bad, unhealthy way the Rambam describes from birth because he did not know the Rambam until later in his life. Or unless a plague, or unless a plague or a drought comes to the world. All these good, healthy habits I described They're only meant for healthy people If a person is already sick someone has an illness in one of his limbs Or if a person conducted himself in an unhealthy lifestyle for many years So he, so he, he says he has a deficit already In terms of his health Each one of them has different ways of conducting himself That are, that are appropriate to address the illness as is explained in the medical literature, change from the conduct which one normally follows. It's the beginning of, the, of sickness because your body got ready, already got used to one way, and you suddenly changing it, which could, that could bring all kinds of illnesses. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But nevertheless, if there's no place where there's a doctor to help the person who's sick become healed, then in that case, whether you're a healthy person or an ill person, should not veer from any of the instructions in this maybe because ultimately they'll bring beneficial results. It's just that if you're an individual, as an individual case, it's best to have a personalized doctor, but if not, then just follow what the Ramam has instructed in this parak. Halacha Chav Gimel Ramam sums up and emphasizes the importance of living in a place that has basic necessities, especially health necessities. Any place that does not have these ten things, a Torah, scri- a Torah sage, a Talmud Chacham is not allowed to live in that place. These are them. These are the ten things. Reifei a doctor, v'umun a blood letter, beis americhatz a bathhouse, beis akisei a bathroom, mayon matrin gleinor mayon a supply of water like a river or a spring, beis aknesses a synagogue, malamatinikis a place where they teach children Torah, because if there's if they don't teach children Torah in that place, it doesn't deserve to 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 exist, since the only reason why Jewish people continue to exist is because the Jewish children are taught Torah and continue with the tradition. Valavler or a scribe, Gabbat Stoka, a supervisor over Stoka, who based it in a Jewish court, Makin, which has the authority to uh, apply the lashes, Vechavshin has the authority, authority to apply jail sentences, although jail is not, generally speaking, a way that punishment is, is, uh, punishment is administered in Torah. For certain exceptions, when necessary, it can be done, and such uh, a Bezdin that does not have that ability is not considered significant enough for a Talmud Chacham to live in that city.